Check. One, two, three. On the mic. Test, test, test. With Mike Goldman. Hello there, or should I say, hello world, just like John Laws does with his golden tonsils. <laughs> Or golden microphone, yesterday, Australia's greatest broadcaster, John Laws, the man behind the golden microphone on Sydney's 2SM and hundreds of stations across Australia on the Super Radio Network. On the Mic is coming to you from Sydney this week for the Sydney Comedy Festival, and tonight, I'm at the Sydney Comedy Club from 7pm, if you've listened to this in time, come on out. It's an awesome new comedy venue at Sydney's iconic Luna Park, so you can feel nauseous from my jokes. And then push yourself over the edge by hurling on the wild mouse. Next week, I'll be at the Village Theatre Sanctuary Cove with International Magician Society's Illusionist of the Year, Matt Hollywood, my good buddy. Tickets from matthollywood.com.au. His show will blow you away on the Gold Coast. Uh, The boat show's on too, which should be fun. I'm hosting some parties for Horizon Yachts. Hit him up for a ticket. Uh, A reminder, while we're talking about Sanctuary Cove, entries are open for our film festival going on there around about November. It's been going for three years now. Heaps of fun. You want to come? Check out sanctuaryfilmfestival.com. Enter your films on Film Freeway and Without a Box. And hey, messages. Mention this podcast for free tickets. Let's give away 20. Can we give away 20 tickets? Yep, 20 tickets done. Also, thank you to our sponsors, Goldman Wines. Uh, I'm talking like John Laws now. I'm getting into the feel of things before the interview. The best wines from Australia's Hunter Valley. Um, Apply this coupon code, Callan, C-A-L-L-A-N, at goldmanwines.com.au. Callan's my cousin. He owns the place. Get a cheeky discount from him. Thanks, Callan. Coming up, we've got podcasts with singer Tim O'Matic, radio TV star Mel Gregg, comedian Tommy Dean, who I'm working with tonight, and more. Please rate us on iTunes Podcasts and get behind-the-scenes action at patreon.com. If you sign up there, you can pay $5 a month in appreciation for this podcast. You'll get tickets to the Sanctuary Film Festival, maybe even a bottle of Goldman Wines for free, and some unseen behind-the-scenes action. So go to patreon.com and search for On The Mic. And thank you to our Patreons who are already there. Okay. John Laws, heading into his 82nd year on the planet, has released another book, only giving a handful of interviews, and I was lucky enough to snag one because my dad, Grant Goldman, hosts the show before him on 2SM. I heard him in the next room when I was just getting ready for this interview. He's saying, oh, why am I doing this interview? Who is this person? Okay. And I, I walked in and said, oh, hi, John, how are you doing? And he says, g'day, Mark. <laughs> I was too scared to correct him. Anyway, we recorded in his echoey glass-walled studio, and and he actually panelled, pushed all the buttons. I had my own microphone there and everything ready to go. He's cranked it up to John Law's distortion levels on what looked like an old 1960s panel. It gave an authentic AM effect. He played down the feuds, talked about his new book, his start in radio, his friendships with everyone from politicians to rock stars, cars, and he struck back at the project on Channel 10... Steve Price, and a whole heap of other shows that gave him a caning about his love of women's attire in the workplace. Yeah, you'll hear it here first. Ladies and gentlemen, John Laws on the mic. Hello world, this is John Laws. Hello, one, two, three, four, test one, two. Okay, that's all right. Excellent. So are we recording? Yeah, we are. Hello, John Laws. Hi, mate. How are you? Oh, mate, it is fantastic to be here in the fortress of irreverent logic. (laughs) This is what it looks like. This is amazing in here. Isn't it? 
These guns are incredible. Is that an AK-47? <laughs> That's what it is. Can, can I fire it? No, not at the moment. Oh, okay, cool. Mate, keeping the dream alive for a long time now. Yes, a very long time. I, I, um, I don't know if uh, you know much about me or where I came from or how I've been involved in your career because I've been in radio since I was about 16 and one of my first jobs was to panel the John Laws show at Coastal Radio 2RE. In Tari? Yep. <laughs> so, learnt from the best, including my dad, Grant Goldman. Your dad is a good bloke too, apart from being good at his job. He's a good fella. You've worked with him a bit over the years, and you've, you've got this new book. I've just yeah. been handed by JB. Thank you, JB. I haven't had a chance to read it, obviously, but uh, what's in it? What's it about? Uh, it's really me answering questions about people to whom I've spoken and uh, there, are, there are a lot of people. This, uh, it's, I think you'll like it. I think you'll like it. A lot of people have bought it already, and they say that uh, they like it. I haven't read it. You haven't read it? No. Why okay. would I, I wrote it? Why would I read it? Can, can, I, can I do the, the random John Laws page? I'll yeah. just flick to a page yeah. and ask you a yeah. question. Did okay. Off I, you go. I have no idea. Here we go. Um, I particularly love the racing MGs. Cars. Let's talk to John Laws about cars. All right, when you're ready. I loved racing MGs. I had a TC, I had a TD, I had a TF, I had an MGA. So I had, you know, four different varieties of MGs and I loved them and they were all great fun. There's an awesome photo of you in the first few pages of the book where you're racing. It looks like an, an MG. It is. Is TD. that a race? It, yeah, it's a TD. So you actually raced. Wow, what, what kind of races is you going? Cross country or yeah. track races? But where am I? Uh, that looks like you're out in the bush somewhere. Could but be out no, the back no, of no. Tamworth. No, in relation to the race. Oh, oh you're out in front, <laughs> winning. No, That's it. no cars behind you. You're winning no. by a long way. Either that or it's a photo of you coming last. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I'm winning by a long way. Oh, that's cool. And uh, I'm looking at the number plate. Is that uh, New South Wales? Where, yeah. Where was that? Uh, Parks, I think. Oh, wow. Um, and you were on that radio station there, 2PK. Got your start in um, 3BO. Was it? Yeah, when you talk about me being on the radio station in Parks, I was there for one morning. <laughs> what? That's How all. come? Well, I went there and they didn't have any accommodation for me, so I slept on the veranda of the hotel. And uh, then when I went in to, to go to work the next day, my new job, I walked into the place and I lit a cigarette as I was a smoker then. And this woman called Betty Muzichuk, <laughs> no, I didn't make it up, Betty Muzichuk, came in and told me that I couldn't, uh, I couldn't smoke cigarettes. And so you quit with it. I'm not going to work out here. No, I left. Yeah. Do, do you still smoke? Oh, no. Have you ever tried vaping? You know, the electric cigarettes? Oh, God, no. You, you know, <laughs> that's like washing your feet with your socks on, mate. You're <laughs> going to do it, do it. There's no point. No. Okay, I'm going I'm to flick to another page in the book. Or I could just go to the back here. I just realised that there's the... Uh, it's just the John Laws timeline. I could go through that. We could do a four-hour podcast. Yeah, but we're not going to. No, no, we're not. Okay, flick to another page. And um, Bob Rogers. Who's Bob Rogers? He's an old radio announcer from way back, isn't he? Yeah, he's still doing it too. Did you get along with him? Uh, they say I didn't. Uh, you had a bit of a feud. You had a feuds with a few people. Not really. Not, not feuds. But when you're both in the same industry, it can be very competitive. Let's let's put it that way. No, but I I haven't had too many feuds. I can't think of any apart from the alleged one with uh, Bob Rogers. But I I like Bob. I like him as a bloke. I think he's a good fella. So I think he's I think he's fairly aged now because mm. I mean we're all getting on. So. He's, he's still on radio. I think he's on Two CH or something like that. Yeah, well that 
Yeah, he probably is. Look, I don't know. Playing the hits from the 50s or 60s or something like that. What about Darren Hinch? You, you, you want to and, try the 30s? And Steve Price. There's a couple of people you've had um, bitches with over the years. And Steve Price, I saw him on the project the other night. Uh, he did an interview with you. And he got on the telly later on. Did you see what he said? No, but tell me again. He said, John, I just read your book and it says in the back that you hate my guts. Why didn't you tell me to my face? Yeah, because I don't hate his guts. I don't hate anybody's guts. I hate as a, a wasted emotion. But he says some strange things. He's, you know, he's a nice fellow. He's all right. We ended up, I think we've made a date for lunch, believe it or oh, not. That's nice. Yeah. I've been telling my dad Grant to go for one of your lunches because they're legendary. You hear all the stories about John Law's Woolloomooloo Wharf lunches. Yeah, How do you get a ticket to one of those? <laughs> well, ask your dad. <laughs> <laughs> well, he said he's keen now. He's feeling a lot better, so hopefully he can. But do you think a lot of these feuds that you've had over the years are just for, for show, just to, to help boost the ratings for them and for you? Sometimes people call you out. Sometimes you call them out. But I haven't really had any feuds that I know of. Maybe I have, and I don't know about them. Uh, but no, I, I think I've got on reasonably well with people through uh, the years. People always seem to want to say that I've had some kind of feud with Alan Jones. Yeah, what's the go there? Nothing. Did he ever try to crack onto you? <laughs> oh, don't be like that. What? Well, he likes dudes. It's, oh, it's yeah. true. You're was, a good-looking man. I like. Thank you. I, you're not trying to crack onto me. Are you? I like. Uh, <laughs> I like. Fine, Al, I like Alan very much. I like Alan very much, and I think he's a, a very, very good broadcaster. I think he's got a very interesting mind, and uh, I'm not going to be critical of him in any way at all. So, uh, speaking of what you like, who likes you, and cracking on, uh, how's the princess? Very, very well, and just as adorable as the day I first saw her. Oh, that's beautiful. And what, what does she think about, uh, like, Steve Price and everyone talking on the project the other night about you demanding that women wear short skirts? I've known you to be working here for a long time with my dad, and I've never heard that rumour. Did they blow that out of proportion? Of course they blew it out of proportion. Uh, somebody said I demanded that women wear short skirts. I don't demand anything. I just like them to be nicely groomed, and as we have people like the odd Prime Minister wander in here, yeah. or... Um, a member of the the Catholic Church hierarchy come in here. I simply ask that they're decently dressed, and they are. You can have a look at them. They're very well-dressed and adorable. And so speaking of prime ministers, there's a couple of photos of Gough Whitlam in there. Yeah. You've interviewed pretty much every prime minister since then. Who's been the best interview, do you think? Uh, Paul Keating. Is he your favourite prime minister? Well, not politically, I'd, because uh, you know I don't necessarily have to agree with their politics, but I liked him very much as a bloke. He's a very, very quick-witted fellow. He's got a, a wonderful sense of humour. And I used to love talking to Paul. I haven't seen him for a while. And, of course, it was always wonderful to talk to Gough Whitlam because he was uh, as big uh, mentally as he is phys was physically. And it was wonderful to talk to him. Oh, no, I've, uh, I've liked most of them. John Howard is just a delightful human being. Mm. We've been very... I think we've had some great Prime Ministers. Who do you think's been the best? Oh, you can't say that because uh, they had different attitudes and at different times we were either in a war or we weren't in a war or we were having national strikes or whatever. I don't know who's been the best. I don't think there's been a bad one. Mm. I don't think, I really don't think there's been a bad one. I think we've been very lucky with the leaders of this country and uh, we deserve it because it's the greatest country in the world. So you've had a few shows over the years, Laws on Sky, which yeah. is a great current affairs show, Beauty and the Beast... Yeah. <laughs> awesome show with uh, Ida Buttrose, Prue McSween, Jeannie Little. Jeannie Little. 
Hello, darlings. Oh, she was what happened to Jeannie? So I think Jeannie's not well. Oh, no, that's not uh, good. Uh, not good. She was, well, they were all fun, though. I loved those women. They were, they were outrageous, and we had such fun doing the programs here. Good fun. That was an awesome show. Um, so the trucky blockade, a bit of your history. You've, because um, we talked about politics before, and you, you like to make a difference by, you know, making some noise about certain subjects that you believe in. There was a big trucky blockade many years ago that you actually went out there and spoke to the the truckies and talked them down off the ledge. I did. Oh, is that a great piece of John Law's history? Oh well, it was important to me because I'm very fond of truckies, and uh, I always have been. And uh, it was important to me because I didn't think it was going as it should go. I didn't think that they were doing themselves any favours. And I didn't think that anybody else was doing them any favours either. So I figured the best thing to do was try and bring it to a halt. That was quite a while ago. Yeah, well, you know what? I don't remember it. But my dad said, ask him about the trucky blockade. Yeah. Dad remembered. He said, that was great. When a radio announcer actually talking about something going on in the country and went out there and did something about it. Yeah, well, it was good. It was good. I'm glad I did it. And so you were born in New Guinea. I was. And, uh, and, and back then, a long, long time ago, you came to Australia because I believe it was uh, the bombing of Pearl Harbour. Yeah, you were evacuated to Australia. Yep. And when you were growing up, what did you think you'd actually be? Apparently, your parents thought you'd be a woolmaster. Is that true? A what? A woolmaster. Someone that goes and chooses the different kinds of wool. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> okay, I'm not going to get any more details from my dad whatsoever. Have you done any weird jobs before radio, or was it straight into that? Oh, no, it wasn't straight into that. I was uh, a jackaroo. I worked in the country, and I did work in wool sheds. So that's probably where that's, uh, that's come from. But I wasn't a master. I was what known as a rouseabout. I used to pick up the dirty wool off the, off the floor and put it on the table, sort the dags off it, and then... <laughs> Uh, that was what you did. Wow. You've, I've just looked through the, the back of your book. I've just been handed by JB. Apparently uh, in here you've had something like 20 poetry books and you've had poetry albums. You're, you're still a, a massive lover of poetry. Do you still write? No, but I wrote a lot. At one, at one, uh, at one stage of my strange career, I was the, the, the biggest selling poet in Australia. There are so many things that I want to do but I'd just run out of drive. There are so many things to share with you, yet I wonder why I'm alive. My world's mine, and yours is yours, and I really don't want to change it. But I think that love is the primary cause why I'd like to rearrange it. There's so much love I could give to you. I just want that you should know it. There are so many reasons to live for you. I just wish that I could show it. My world's mine, and yours is yours. Wow, that's that, amazing. That was nice, wasn't it? I, I, I was trying to look for some of your poetry, and um, there's a video on YouTube of just this orange record playing. It was like a plastic record. Oh, yeah. Playing you talking about spending time with a woman or spending time with the one that you love. Is there any poetry in this book? Actually, no. I, that's funny. I just turned to some. Oh, is that poetry? Uh, this one is, it says, A Handful of Mates. Can I read it or do you want to read it? No, you read it. Oh, okay. <clears throat> Should I do it in my best John Law's voice? Off you, you go. You tell me if it's crap or not. There's been plenty of sadness in my life, but that doesn't hurt. The really bitter blow, the really bitter blow that rips me apart like a butcher's knife is being on the wrong side of 36. What? 36? <laughs> That's what really brings tears to my mind. 
So many nights wasted on God knows what. JL. Yeah. With Roger Miller. There's a photo of you there with Roger yeah, Miller. Yeah, Roger Miller. What a wonderful man. Are you 36 in that photo? Buggered if I know. Probably. No. Okay. Who's uh, Roger Miller and what's his story? What do you mean, who's Roger Miller? Haven't you heard King of the Road? Oh, yeah. Is that his song? Where King the hell the have you... Where have you been? Of course. I just forgot. I'm sorry. I've been listening to too much rap. Well, you obviously had. It's affected your brain. I'll have to speak to your father. You love country music, don't you? I love it. Who's your favourite country music performer? Roger Miller. And uh, what do you think of Willie Nelson? Love Willie. You want to know some good news? Yeah. He's coming to Australia. Good. A friend of mine's bringing him out. He's going to be playing at Tempest 2 Winery. Okay, I better give him a call. Yeah. Oh, you're mates with him. you got his phone number. Oh, yeah. You ever smoked any wacky tobacco with him? He loves the stuff. No, I've never smoked wacky tobacco in my entire life. You ever, ever never touched any drugs? Never touched any drugs at all. Just sticking with the bourbon? I'm, I'm too dangerous without drugs. If I touch drugs, God help the world. What, what do you think is the answer to drugs in Australia? Make it legal or just come down harder on the people that are distributing it? I think a, a bit of each. You know, Probably the time will come when, when marijuana is legalised. But uh, I think that's going to be a bit of a pity because it's the thin end of the wedge. There's nothing good about drugs. Mm. Nothing good. You know, there was nothing good about cigarettes, and there's probably not a lot uh, that's good about alcohol. But we already have legalised alcohol and cigarettes. We don't want to go making any more mistakes. So you're Scotch or a bourbon man? I think it's a um, bourbon, isn't it? Yeah, wild turkey. Oh, yeah. Are you sponsored by them, or do you just love it? No, I just love it. They don't even send me a, a bottle of wild turkey every now and again. I'll, I'll buy you a bottle of wild turkey just for doing You don't have to do that. Then I'm in your debt. I don't like being in the debt. You don't have to debt. be in my debt. I, I, I'm in your debt for doing this, so then we could call it even. If you insist. Have you tried Rare Breed? I have tried Rare Breed. Not, not a bad drop. But, but I'm sort of, uh, you know, I want to be lo- loyal to wild turkey because I've drunk it for so long and I, you know, I feel comfortable with it. Uh, I owe them nothing and they owe me nothing. They certainly don't pay me. Nor do they give me free bottles of wild turkey, as a lot of mean people would like to say. I oh, only talks about it because they give him bloody wild turkey to drink. <laughs> they don't. I've never had a free bottle of wild turkey from the wild turkey people, except on one occasion, and it was a birthday, and they gave me an exhibition bottle, which was very nice. Oh, that's nice. Where, where's the liquor cabinet here in the fortress? Is there one lying around here somewhere? No, no alcohol on the premises, don't you know? That's against it's, the law, isn't it? No, I don't know. To have alcohol in the broadcast facility, apparently, so I've been told, almost got me fired a few times. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I've never, I've never heard that before. Do you have an incredible liquor cabinet at home? No, just just a, a shelves of wild turkey. Just one. That's it. That's it. Just one bottle. Oh no, we've got wine in the fridge and stuff like that. What else do you want to know about okay. me? Oh, a couple more quick questions from the book here. Yeah, do what you like. Flick to another page. Okay, okay. this one here, Andrew Denton. Thank you for disgracing us with your presence, John Laws. Yeah. That was the start of an interview with him. Yeah. He's a strange little fella. He suffers from little man syndrome, I think. But, uh, but he's all right. He's, he's very clever in an extraordinary sort of way, but he'd rather die than let you know it. I, I rather liked some of the stuff that Andrew did. I thought he had a, a great sense of showmanship. I don't know what he's doing now. He's a talented man. He's an amazing writer. I think... Uh, He's got a few TV shows that he just produces now. He's very, very clever. And I always found him very pleasant. I had fun with him. So who's this Dale guy? And, and all these people that ring up and get stuck into you, are they real or are they characters? Oh, no, they're all real. There aren't any set-up calls at all. Dale is certainly real. 
Tell me what's on your mind, one three hundred five six four six five. Who have I got there? Dale. Well, how about that? I was just wondering. I was saying to myself, where is, where Dale? is Dale? Where is yeah. Dale? And then I pushed the button, there you are. Yeah. I know what church I went. I don't know what church I go to. I've got lots of friends I sing in the tambourine. Oh, I know. You, you play the tambourine. I play the tambourine. Yeah, that takes talent, that tambourine thing. It takes talent. Yeah, yeah. I, try, I tried it once, couldn't handle it. Too much for me. I can play... I play well. I'm sure you do. I'm sure you do. I'm sure you play very, very well. Very well. Yeah, because you've got to have the rhythm, and you've got the rhythm. Yeah, someone gave me chocolate. Did they really? Someone gave me chocolate. Who was it? Someone gave me chocolate. I know, you told me that, but uh, who who gave you the chocolate? Um, some, some man... I'm a radio man. A radio man gave you chocolate? Yeah, gave me chocolate. Well, that was very nice of him, wasn't it? Yes, that's very nice. Very nice. You said thank you, I presume? I, I said thank you. Yes, I'm sure. I get, I get, I get, I get send a, a, a thank you card. Are you going to send him a thank you card? Yeah. Well, aren't you a nice boy? Today is the first day of April, so it's uh, April Fool's Day. April Fool's Day. Yeah, yeah, when you play stupid pranks on people. Are you going to sing me a song on April Fool's Day? Yeah, what song you will like? Any old song that you like. What about... Hey there, Georgie girl. That's a good Any one. Eight of Not ever say the Lord, they say. Each other, hey then, Georgie girl. Any I know. I never knew the words before. Never knew the words before. I know the words now. I know. Yes. Very good. Sing it again for me. I like that. One, two, uh, one, two, three, four. Hey, Dad, Georgie girl, standing on the street, so fancy street. Oh, Dad. Oh, well, there he goes. Whoever gave him the idea that he could sing. Dale's a wonderful little fella. Been my friend for about 35 years. Uh, he's been ringing up. He's a, he's a Down syndrome boy. You've been here for the last four hours doing your radio show. The last thing you want is some young upstart like me taking up your time with a podcast. So I'll, I'll speed it up. I'm going to do The Laws According to John. One sentence answers if you want, or you can say a little bit more. Country music. I love it. I love it. I play it all the time. And I love it because it tells a story normally. And uh, I just appreciate the sounds. And I think a lot of people do when they get used to country music. Do you know what you get if you play a country music record back to front? You get uh, back yeah, your wife, your yeah. dog, your car. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, rap music. Oh, no thank you. Boat people. Oh, well, if they're legitimate boat people, I mean, if they're genuine refugees, then I am a great subscriber in compassion. And uh, we should be compassionate to people who are legitimate boat people. The TV show Married at First Sight. I've never seen that. Bundy rum. I've never drunk that. Wild turkey. I drink that. The princess. I love her. The fortress. I love it. Kim Jong-un. I think he's a stupid little fat fool. Kim Kardashian. Well, fat in one place. (laughs) The Kimberleys. Oh, nothing. Fat with a PH, like that's the way young people say it's cool. That's fat. Maybe. I don't know. I never heard it. Valvoline. What? Valvoline? You know what I mean. Darren Inch. Darren Inch. Oh, look, uh, there's, uh, that's another f- 
false story that goes around. I sense Darren has started to be sensible, and I know he's uh, very strong on paedophiles and people who make a mess of children's lives. I admire him for it, and I really hope he keeps it up. Can you believe he's a senator? He can't believe he's a senator. But the thing I loved about Derek, the first day he became a senator, he stood outside the building and said, I never thought this would, this would happen. I can't believe I'm going into this building. He went into the building and fell asleep. <laughs> the, first, the first picture they had of him on television in the Senate, he was asleep. They work you pretty hard. They do, obviously. Holden. Holden? What do you think of Holden? Uh, I don't think of Holden, no. Ford Falcon. Don't think of that much either. Rolls-Royce. Think of those a bit. Bentley. Think of those a lot. Ferrari. Think of that too. Radio. Love it. Global warming. Crap. Donald Trump. Crap. Donald Duck. (laughs) Slightly better than Donald Trump. (laughs) Malcolm Turnbull. Good bloke. Mickey Mouse. Good bloke. Life. Terrific. John Laws. Don't think about him. The greatest radio announcer in Australian history. John Laws, thank you so much for this amazing interview. And I know you've only done a handful of them. Congratulations on this incredible book. I look forward to reading it and look forward to following your career for many more years to come. Well, that's a possibility. We can only hope it comes to fruition, but it's been a delight to talk to you and your father has obviously brought you up very well. How good is Bill Corrales? Good. I love him. Is he the best guy ever? I just, lo- I just, lo- I can't believe him. But uh, once you understand Bill, you're in good shape. You've got a good friend. I-, I worked here when he first started the digital radio, and I was on the bones of my ass after years of working on TV shows like Big Brother on Channel Ten because they all finished. Everything I'd spent all the money, and Bill's like, "Do you want to do this digital radio show?" And he's put me on air here, so I, I owe Bill a lot. He, uh, he's so good to work for, and probably the best boss I've ever worked for because a lot of program managers in radio are complete arseholes. They've failed radio announcers that have no idea. That's quite right. No, Bill is terrific. I'm very, very fond of him and uh, he and I are mates and that's, that's a good thing to be. He's really looked after my dad. Good, so he should. Yeah, legend. John Laws, thank you so much. Are we going to Woolloomooloo now for lunch? Uh, well, I don't know. You might be, but <laughs> I have other plans. Oh, come on, man. Oh, can, please, can we just go for a drive in the roller? What do you got downstairs? The roller or the Bentley? What, what car is it today? I don't know. What car is it today? The Rolls. The Rolls. Yeah, yeah the Rolls. Is, is, which one is it? The Suicide Doors one? No, it? no, it's, uh, it's the uh, Phantom, the big the one. Phantom. Can't go for a ride? One day. <laughs> Not today. Thank you, J-Lo. Okay, goodbye.
You've been listening to On The Mic with Mike Goldman. Subscribe, download and review at iTunes, Audioboom, Stitcher or your favourite podcasting app. For more, like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. This has been another quality podcast production from Bytes.com.